Hello everyone, welcome to a special episode of LingoCast. The Polyglot gathering finished, so I decided to record a special episode with some friends of mine. We're here with today with Lucas Bigetti from Language Boost. Hi Lucas. Hello there. With Fabrizio Carraro, also from Language Boost. Hey guys. And with John Becker, uh, actually João Becker, for, <laughs> for Let's Becker. How are you, Joe? Here I am, rock you like a hurricane. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> yeah, how are you guys feeling after the the end of the Polyglot Gathering? Ooh, I got so sad, man. Like uh, coming back from, I had an amazing time, not only the gathering, but the whole experience, the whole time in Poland. And now we're back to our house here with Lucas. And yeah, it's completely different after so many days, like speaking many languages with such amazing people. And here we're back to our kind of normal life. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, normal life for you, yeah. And how about you? Well, yeah, you're going, Lucas. How are you feeling? Well, it's hard to say because uh, 20 minutes ago I was, I was feeling pretty good, and then I got I got the the news that some of the participants tested po positive for for COVID, and <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see in a couple of days uh, how how that develops. But yeah, otherwise, yeah. Actually, I'm happy to to be back because yeah, the polygon the polygon gathering was well. How how should I put it? It was too good. It was too intense. <laughs> so I, I think I needed some some rest after those uh, five days of pure craziness. Yeah, Speaking more than ten languages every single day, I, I don't think that was sustainable. But having said that, yeah, I had I had a blast. I I enjoyed every second of it. I would dare to say that the polyglot gathering should not uh, be called polyglot gathering for Brazilians, because it was actually the Karna gathering. <laughs> <laughs> for real, because uh, like uh, we went to sleep like every morning, not every night. We went to sleep at like uh, two, three in the morning, and we woke up for breakfast. And uh, and then all of a sudden we were like uh, doing it all over again, and uh, like the, the gathering started before the gathering for us. Indeed, I yeah, mean, uh, on, on my birthday on uh, May twenty eighth, I got to to Warsaw and we started partying already. Then we we met Luca and the guys on and Nacho and everybody at the pub on the thirty first, and the polyglot gathering only started on June first. So it's like when it started, we were already partying for like four days straight. <laughs> you were already in the mood, right? Yeah, so, so I, I guess I can't say that I miss it already. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you're, you're being polite right now because you're like, oh, we went to sleep at 2, 3, eight. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah, I was <laughs> thinking the same. <laughs> we went to sleep at 7, it's like four hours <laughs> the next day. Was... Well, well, yeah, we went to sleep after breakfast and woke up for lunch. <laughs> <After> breakfast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exactly. But, João, uh, we're old people here, old guys, at least me and Lucas. It was your first experience, and you came directly from Brazil. Like, you flew directly from Brazil. All the way from Brazil. And uh, you spent your birthday with us there, like you said, like you put yourself at a bar playing football with us, with Luca Lampariello, with Nacho, like uh, Eliseu, and more people there. It was was for me, it was great, but uh, I cannot imagine how that could have been for you. It was unbelievable. 
Like, <laughs> like I actually couldn't believe it. Like uh, when we were at the at this pub, I don't remember the the name of the pub, but we were just standing there, you know. And uh, for for the people who are listening to this at home, just picture that you watch this guy on YouTube for like ten years, and then <laughs> one day you're spending your birthday at the you know in Europe with friends, and then out of the blue. Fucking Batman comes to the table. <laughs> like, it's exactly the way that I felt when the Luca joined us. And I, I tried to contain myself when, <laughs> when he sat down. But uh, it was pretty cool. We, we played uh, football or pebbling or whatever you guys want to call it together. And it was just uh, surreal. I just felt like the... Like, never in my wildest dreams I would have guessed that it was going to be this way. So, like, in, in my most optimistic idea, dream of how the gathering was going to go, it was not uh, 50% of the reality that it was. So, um, got you when, you, you, <laughs> when was the moment that you realized that, you know, it was real? That it was, like, around all these people do, that you admire, that you have seen, like, probably, like, most of them only from... On YouTube, on Instagram, what what was the moment? It man, I think in the last day, I think in the last day when we were saying our goodbyes, you know, at the hotel lobby, at the like the farewell party, or, or let let's put it this way, the, the last evening, the most legendary <laughs> evening of all, when uh when I said goodbye to so many people and we took pictures together, and then uh and Luca, like for example, Luca came to me and Stefano and uh, Drakos and um, David and so many other friends that we made there. And they, we said our goodbyes and it was, it just felt like, um, okay, I know these guys for a week, but it's like, feels like we know ourselves for like 10 years. Yeah, just to explain to who is listening, um, Luca Lampariello and Davide Gemello from Podcast Italiano. Like the, the surnames, yeah. So, so yeah, the, the like uh, meeting these guys, like uh, they're, they're all legends, I mean. And um, it was really cool to, to have this, this connection with them in, short, in such a, a short, uh, you know, time and space. And uh, especially with you guys, like um, I already knew you like from the internet, but now it's like we're brothers since like, you know, kindergarten. <laughs> this is really cool, Indeed. I guess. I think this is the coolest thing about the Polyglot Gathering. I, I would say that it's a, it's a mandatory life experience for people who love languages yeah i wasn't sure in the beginning if i would uh, attend or not because i had like to work during the week and lucas told me okay you need to go like it's gonna change your life and said, okay i went on weekend yeah absolutely yeah i mean you you were also pretty excited to to meet all these lines weren't you i mean uh i guess you had never uh, met uh, luca lamparello stefano david uh, gemello and uh, all these guys so yeah how how was the experience for you because it was also your first time, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was my first time. And I, uh, like different than João, I think in the, in the beginning, I, I couldn't believe that. And I think I realized when I was like, we were having dinner at the same table, like me, Fabricio, uh, you, João, uh, Luca, Stefano, David, everyone at the table. And I was like, I'm hanging out. I'm having dinner with the guys. It's like, that, that was it's the happening. moment. Yeah, it's happening, yeah. And yeah, or like I, I live in Warsaw and I show in the city to to David, for example, to João or walking around like with Lucas Fabrice is like yeah, also something that I had never imagined, uh, especially because I, I was saying like before, I was not sure if I would attend or not. So, yeah, it was, it was totally 
No, not planned. I have a question for Lucas and Fabricio. Sure. sure. Uh, so you guys are fucking veterans. I don't know if I can say fucking in this podcast, but whatever the fuck. If I if I can, you're gonna you're gonna fucking cut it. Uh, you got you. You guys are fucking veterans, and uh, this was like your fifth or sixth yeah, yeah, fifth. Okay, so as fifth gathering participants, how do you guys felt about this gathering in comparison? To the other ones, that's my question for you. That was the best ever, and do you know why? Because you, t because you two uh, uh, also participated. Ah. Yeah, th this year was legendary. Meteu essa. And 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 to be honest, I feel bad for for the guys who are listening to the podcast and didn't yeah didn't have the opportunity to, to join of this year. But yeah, please feel feel welcome to to join us next year in 2023. And if that you can like be languages, right? it's a, it's I a hope possibility. So. Yeah, and I hope so. I, th I think the uh, the venue was great. You know, we had uh, this beautiful garden where we we could mingle and and get to know other uh, polyglots. Uh, the the, ven the venue was, was perfect. Mm -hmm. I will say that my first time in Germany uh, seven years ago. Um, yeah, as as you just said, when when you when you first meet these these legends in person. Like Luca Lamparello, also Richard, right? Richard Simcott. Uh, I had been following those guys for years. You know, I've uh, been following. The, I had been following uh, all these all their videos, and uh, it was surreal to to meet them to meet them in person. And uh, I think that they are even more impressive in person. You know, when you get to know their uh, their person personality, their yeah. Um, When you when you sit at a table with them and you, and you share a meal with them, um, yeah, you realize that they are first of all not only about languages, you know, <laughs> because in the videos uh, obviously they, they only talk about languages. I guess well, we we also only talk about languages in our videos, but yeah, when you when you have the opportunity to to meet them in in, in person and have a a conversation about other topics, uh, yeah, you. You realize that these guys will be will, will be friends for for a lifetime. Yeah, uh, I agree completely. That I agree completely. That was the best one, uh, especially I think after the last two ones, and especially again after COVID because we had the the pandemic. We were like two years. We were like, ah, I want to go, and <laughs> we could not. So two years just waiting made the the occasion even better, like even more. I don't know, special. And uh, two uh, last gatherings, they were nice. They were very good in Bratislava. However, I didn't like that much the, the situation with the venue that it was not the same uh, where you sleep. So it's not a dorm. You had to go back to the city and go to, to the venue. And sometimes people, they're tired. They don't want to go there. They just stay in the city. Uh, it was weird in a way because you're not all the time together. In Berlin, you were all the time together because the venue was the same place as presentation uh, as the dorms as well. And right now it was even better because it, like Lucas said, there was a garden and everything. But uh, trying to remember, João, how my first time was, that was 2015. And uh, it was all together because I was going to Italy to get my citizenship. So I, was, I had a goal. I was very happy about this. And on top of this, my first stop was in Berlin for the gathering. 
and seeing those guys like uh, Lamparello, Richard Sinkett, and some many others that were like some that I knew already from the internet, some that I didn't know. But it was very, very like I felt they had a concert there by Yomo, if I'm not mistaken, one of the nights of the this oh, gathering yeah. 2015. Absol yeah. And I was drinking. It was, it was my third beer, I think, already. I played uh, like snookers with Richard Sinkett. Well, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean third beer already? You were just getting started. Then. <laughs> I was just beginning, yeah. <laughs> no, but I remember clearly there was a moment I just stopped, like uh, backed, out, uh, backed out. And I looked at everything and I was like, this is it, you know, like uh, all my life that I've been like working on languages or being like studying, doing stuff that I like. This is where I want to be with uh, these people who like the same stuff that I do, not only languages, but other stuff as well. Super nice, super friendly there. Yeah. So it was, I had this, this huge uh, moment with myself, just realizing that, yeah, this is it. And with the guys as well, like, like I said, playing snookers with Richard Sinkett. Or when Lampariello met me, he's like, he saw my name tags, like, Fabricio, Fabricio Carraro. Ah, how you have a Russian wife, right? Like we knew each other kind of already because we were in the same forum. How to learn any language forum? This is for the veterans as well, <laughs> for the old timers, right? For the <laughs> so you know. I also I also remember when uh, I met Lydia Makhova, and at the time uh, she she told me she was a bit a bit lost in life. She didn't know what to do. She liked languages. And at the time she was working as interpreter, but she didn't want to continue. And uh, yeah, you, you fast forward, you fast forward five years, and and now she's just rocking. You know, like she she has such a successful business in in Slovakia. She yeah, she mentors people uh, on how to learn languages uh, faster and more efficiently. And uh, it, it's it's a pity that she didn't come this year. Uh, well, let's let's. Let's hope we'll have the opportunity to meet her uh, next year. Some other friends like Jan, Jan van der Aan, Jan, Oli Richards, yeah. like uh, these guys that we met in person in 2015 in other years as well. They could not come this year for various reasons, but they are very su successful right now in this world of languages. Yeah, and like Lucas had told me, like it can change your life, and probably like it happened to Lucas, right? Like he met Jan there, and they they started the the home project, and maybe for many people it was the same. The, this time they met someone that they would work together. Actually, or... they met through me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see. It's, it's all connected. Oh, it's all connected behind the scenes. Yeah, like I knew Jan from his YouTube channel, which was one of the biggest for polyglots, uh, language lovers and stuff. And I don't remember exactly how, but I know he was coming to Brazil and he was learning Portuguese. And we started having a tandem for, I was learning Dutch at the time. So we started having a tandem, uh, me for Dutch and him for Portuguese. And then when he came to Brazil, I was married, so I could not host him. Uh, I didn't have like a spare room or anything. And I knew Lucas, I met him at a couch surfing meeting there in Sao Paulo. I say, yeah, oh, there's this guy here who also likes languages and maybe he can host you for some days. And I introduced them and that's how they met, actually. And then again, right, you, you fast forward a couple of years and now you are working at Language Boost. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, many people, maybe they don't know. But Jan, he left Language Boost and now I'm in with Lucas. 
we're gonna uh, control it from now on. Exactly. Yeah, it's pretty recent, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like two or three weeks ago, we settled everything. And right now, actually today, this is June 9th, as we're recording this. Uh, I just created the Language Boost TikTok account. <laughs> so if you don't have TikTok yet, it's a, now you, you finally have a good reason to, to install the app. Yeah, and, it, and it's funny that you created the TikTok account just uh, three days after San Begatis of Duration Day. True, it's true. an international holiday, you know. For guys listening to this who are not Brazilians, this is like a big deal in Brazil. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Eliseu or Fabricio, you guys are more familiar than I am. Can you guys explain the importance of Sambighetti for Brazilians? I mean, it's a, it's a new religion, I'd say, but it has disciples worldwide. <laughs> Mostly in Brazil and Poland. Yeah, so, so you guys make sure you, you take a note. Okay, so it's uh, June 6th, it's Sambighetti's day. Yeah, yeah Lucas is a guy with a very good heart, and he likes to bring people to his to his projects, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, absolutely. Collabs. Love is sharing, and yeah. sharing is loving. Yeah, no, do, do you guys have like we are, we are talking about this edition of the the poly, uh, the polyglot gathering? Do you guys have like your favorite moments, like a very remarkable moment from the previous edition? I mean, from for <laughs> me, it was this one that I just mentioned uh, huh? in 2015. But it was just me with myself, like uh, having this this special moment. I don't know. But <laughs> I mean, from the previous editions, because this year was uh, it was really a blast. It was really special. <laughs> this year was special. It was just me with myself. <laughs> <laughs> and how about you, Lucas? Do you have like any your favorite moment from the previous editions? From the previous editions, um, I remember. Um, Again, right? Uh, I was I was talking to to Lydia Lydia Mahova, and uh, she was looking at the language that I, that I speak, and she said, "You know what? You speak all all my languages. How is that possible?" Well, there there are two languages that you don't speak. You don't speak my native language, Slovak, and you don't speak Esperanto. <laughs> how about you, you learn them for for the next conference? And I and I asked her, "How about we we try to <laughs> to." a video in, in Slovak uh, tomorrow. So so she started teaching me some Slovak, you know, some the basics. And uh, I, I got so excited by the prospect of yeah making a shooting a video with her in Slovak that yeah I, I managed to, to learn quite a lot. Um, well I also have to admit that she's she's an she's an excellent teacher. So so she was um, priming priming me to, to speak more and more. And uh, yeah, and then we, we, we shot a video together in Slovak. And uh, she told me that even nowadays she, she uh, shows this video to, to her students. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I guess, I guess that was the, the coolest moment I, I had in, in the previous editions of the Polygon Gathering. There's one more, Lucas, if you remember. Oh, and, and, and it's, it's funny because now when I watch this video, you know, like if, if you, if you, if you stop practicing a language, uh, usually your speaking skills, they, you know, they go down. If you, if you spend many years without, if you go many years without speaking a language, um, you get rusty. But because I did only one day of, of Slovak, well, actually, 
after the gathering, I, I kept talking to her for maybe a week, uh, trying to practice Lovak with, with her. And it's funny because now when I watch that video, it's not that I don't understand what she's saying. I don't understand what what I am saying. <laughs> so it, it, the the language is completely gone. Um, which which also um, yeah, I think it's also um, interesting to see that yeah, this this um, all this language learning thing is not only about learning the language, but also trying to find a way how to maintain them, how to integrate them in in our daily lives. Lucas, I have another moment that you might remember as well. I think was that, that was in Berlin, maybe 15 or 16, I'm not sure, that we went to a bar with some friends, Irena Dal and Dmitri, the guy, that, he's from Latvia, but he lives in Ireland. And then we came back around, uh, I don't know, 3 or 4 a.m. We were kind of wasted. But we and then we went to bed, right? We didn't go to bed. We were <laughs> <laughs> we are very, very... We're not tired. So we're, we're still like pretty much awake. So we went to the hall of the hotel in, in Germany, there in Berlin. And we didn't know what to do. So we started talking about languages. And Dmitri, he was like, ah, Latvian, blah, blah, blah. Like started talking about the language. And we proposed that maybe can you teach us Latvian right now? So well, I think it was like around 3 a.m., and we were for three hours uh, with him there, him teaching me, Lucas and Irena, how to speak Latvian. And we were talking to each other. So like, uh, we don't know a word, we ask him and try to create a sentence with it. And then the next time I, I want to create, I already know this word, but I don't know another one. So we were there for three, we had like a three hour conversation in Latvian, literally from scratch. I think that was also one of my favorite, uh, that was the nerdiest thing I've done in my life, probably. But it was one of my favorite mom moments as well, because it was, it was fun. It was like a drunk, talking about languages, but learning a language in a fun way with your friends. Yeah, that was a good, a good thing. Uh, absolutely, yeah, big, big, big time. And obviously it was not as easy as, for instance, learning Slovak, because you know uh, when I had that, that experiment with Lydia, I could already speak Russian, Ukrainian, Polish, and Croatian. Some so yeah, four Slavic languages. So uh, learning a fifth Slavic language was was definitely easier than than learning Latvian, which belongs to a different language group. And we did the same and, this uh, year, right? With the Macedonian. True. Yeah, this year we yeah we we had a and actually and for you uh, so so when we tell this story, people say yeah you should have recorded it because yeah we, we want to see how how you go about, about learning languages but this year. We yeah we we did the right thing. We actually shot a video of us learning Macedonian from scratch. Yeah, and it's gonna be with, on language uh, boost very soon. So if you're if you don't follow us on YouTube, go there language boost. Yeah, everyone will stay tuned. And uh, one one question like for for all of you, um, like I had already talked with Fabrizio, like we had an interview with John as well with Lucas. I had already like, had more contact before, but I had the impression that you know everyone recording like videos and podcasts uh they are very serious in front of the camera and producing content and meeting everyone everyone is so different in person it's like a, a completely different face that we don't find we don't we cannot find it on the internet right we cannot get to know them did you also have the same experience uh, with the people that you were always watching and when you met yourself oh my god it's so different this person is much nicer much 
Well, first time I met you, Eliseu, I was like uh, shocked that you're tall as hell. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah. He's incredible tall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, aside from that, um, I, I really didn't know what to expect from, uh, you know, our like our people that we follow on YouTube, you know, like um, Richard, I, I had already spoke to him on a few occasions on Google Meet and Instagram, but I had never really spoken like, like basically never to Luca Lampariello, for example. And I was uh, positively uh, surprised, I guess, because he's the nicest guy. And when you're at the table, like having a beard and talking about uh, fucked up situations that, from the past, it's just a person. It's just like uh, like you and I. And I guess it's really cool to have the like when you humanize the person behind the brand, you know, and you and you realize behind that everybody's all those just twenty people, language like, they speak. We're just what. Behind all those 20 languages that is... Uh, yeah, that is behind speaking. the 20 languages, there's but one, man. So, yeah, I guess <laughs> this is this is really cool to to have this experience. I think it's the the best thing that the, the Polyglot Gathering can uh, give us to to ha have this uh, sort of connection with people. And, it, and it's funny because, like I said in the beginning of the episode, the connection that we have in a week of Polyglot Gathering, at least in my opinion, it's much bigger than connection that we have with people that we know for years. Mm -hmm. Like you can, you, you can go to college with people for like five years and go to the Coloradas and the college parties together every semester, but you're not going to have the same kind of connection that you have in a week of polyglot gathering. You, you're just not. It's not going to happen. And uh, I think this is it's, this, that's, it's the coolest thing ever. Yeah, you start off uh, like uh, kind uh, of polite in the morning, like hi, nice to meet you. Like, especially for you that you're a newcomer, João, you too, Eliseu. And like at the evening, the same day, you see Stefano Suigo and Davide Gemello rapping, and you're like, what? And you're in there like rapping with them or doing something like that. Yeah, when you are just like a, a rookie, let's say. Yeah, you are a little bit shy in the beginning and you see the people who have been like more uh, many times to the polyglot gathering in a completely different vibe and it takes a while to get it. And then, yeah, after some days you are in the same, the same vibe and it's, it's, it's hard to describe. Yeah, we, we, we need to attend to, to understand how it works. But Eliseu, I wanted to ask you a question actually, actually all of you, because the polyglot gathering it happens for like the mingling but it also happens for the presentations, right? There are plenty of great polyglots there who give amazing presentations. And I'd like to ask you guys, which one was your favorite this year? To be honest, uh, it's just one of those situations that you have to pick your battles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you party every night until like seven in the morning, you go to sleep after breakfast and you wake up for lunch, you, just, you cannot go to all the talks. But like you can pick your battles and like you, you see that you have the schedule in, uh, in first hand and then you decide, okay, so these three or four talks are the ones that I'm not going to miss are the ones that I'm going to like organize myself to go and to attend. Uh, and, uh, personally, that's what I did. I went to Lucas's talk. Um, I went to, no, to Lucas. <laughs> I went to uh, Lu Lu Your, uh, Lucas's talk as if Lucas did a talk. 
Yeah, I went to look at Lampariello stock. I went to natural stock. was really great. Um, I saw Elisa talking to. So it's like just like this, I, I guess. I, I partied a lot. I picked my battles. And, <laughs> and I had a lot of fun. And I, I really enjoyed the nachos and, uh, and Lampariello's speeches. Well, at the end of the day, I guess, the, the Polygon Gathering is all about, you know, coming together and then... Uh, meeting people. Uh, there's another event that uh, I would like to attend this year, which is uh, the Polygot Conference. I guess it's, uh, the setting is a bit more formal and uh, it's uh, it's a bit shorter as well. I think it only lasts two. It, it will only last for two days. Uh, it will take place in Mexico this year. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and I guess that the format is a bit a bit more formal. Um, the venue is also I guess a bit more formal. But yeah, this year. As Juan was saying, uh, yeah, we, we, we had a very intense, uh, we had five very intense days, uh, getting to know tons and tons and tons of people. And, uh, I guess because of that, we didn't have the opportunity to, to watch every single, every single, uh, talk. But I will say that, uh, Lucas, uh, Luca Limparello's talk, um, uh, was, was pretty interesting to watch because one day before that, uh, we, 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 we recorded a video, we, we shot a video together and we were talking about input. Um, you know, he, uh, he mentioned that back in the day he, he was trying to speak his way to fluence, to fluency, but then he realized that, uh, input is king and that, um, the massive, uh, input method, uh, it's probably more efficient, especially for uh, languages that are very far away from our uh, native language. For example, in his case, Japanese. And uh, and after that, we were talking a lot about uh, not only about uh, how important input is, but also how we could leverage uh, our ability to um, to not only learn languages but also to acquire acquire languages. And yeah, it was an amazing experience to to watch him uh, give his his talk about this topic. Uh, one one day later, uh, he even mentioned me um, at, at the at his talk, which which was yeah was you know it was one of those moments when you think, wow, this guy I, I used to watch him on YouTube ten years ago, and now he mentions me in his talk. So it's one of those moments when you think, wow, I I think of I've. I've I made it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I was just wanted. I just wanted to say that yeah. One day before his presentation, um, we talked a lot about uh, input, and uh, he was also asking me questions uh, about uh, the massive input method, which um, yeah, this, this, which is something that I would like to explore more in in the next videos that uh, Fabrice and I are going to make and. Potentially also in, in an interview with with a guy with with, with uh, Luca Lampariello. and I also liked uh, Stefano's uh, talk because a couple of years ago I took a flight to to Georgia, and uh, I tried to learn the Georgian alphabet myself. During the, during the flight, like I, I was in Poland and I had a, th a three hour flight from Krakow to Kutaisi in Georgia. And uh, yeah, Stefan Suigo, our dear friend from from Italy, made such a good uh, presentation. The the uh, the Georgian alphabet is not easy, but yeah, he, he was clever enough to 
to teach it in one hour in in just yeah just in a one hour uh, presentation and uh, after after his talk a lot of people were saying, yeah I think my next language is going to be Georgian uh, <laughs> the Georgian alphabet is so so beautiful and so interesting so yeah I guess those were my my favorite talks this year fundamentalmente cagaste fundamentalmente amigos And it depends on the year, but no, no. Why, why, why oh, this year, right? Say... No, uh, if it's about uh, the talks, I haven't watched any. But I wanted to ask you, like Lucas, uh, Lucas mentioned this that he's something very particular that he learned and impressed him in this edition. And do you, Fabrizio and uh, John, have like anything that uh, really impressed you that you you learned and was really remarkable for you in this edition? Uh, anything like from talking with someone from the talks, any specific particular thing i mean from the talks i got something from lampariado's talk i couldn't watch the whole thing i got there almost at the end because i was working but one thing that he said that i had never thought about it that, that i have never thought about before was a way to use media like podcasts uh, via, uh, even movies and series Uh, to learn languages and I know I'm I feel that he has talked about this on his channel before but maybe I didn't pay that much attention at the time and right now I was like huh that's actually a great idea which is like before you watch an episode of a series there's uh, an extension called language reactor or if I'm not mistaken that you can get it works with Netflix or with a lot of the systems You can get and YouTube as well, by the way. YouTube, yeah. So you can have, you can get the transcription from from a series, from an episode, from a movie, whatever, and you can print this out and study before you watch the episode. So if you're learning, I don't know, German, you you, will, you can watch that series Dark, for example, and you just kind of download the PDF, print it out, you study before. So when you go to watch it, you already know what's being said. And you just try to focus on the understanding part, like connecting the speech with the text that you read before. So that was a very interesting idea. Uh, so for some series, I think that wouldn't work very well. So like for Dark, it's something that it's very important that you're there at the first time. You, you cannot get spoilers, for example. But for other series, like, I don't know, Friends or yeah, How I Met Your Mother, things like that in other languages or movies, like com uh, comedy movies, It's not that important, and you can really apply this, or for YouTube videos, videos as well. Or, or if you, or if you're watching the series for the second time around, yes, though. Yes, perfect. Well, in the case in, in the case of, of Dark, I actually watched Dark, uh, or at least the first episode. I think I watched the first four episodes with my father uh, last year. So uh, yeah, we put the audio in Portuguese, but the but the subtitles were were in German because I yeah I really wanted to have the experience of watching Dark in in German, and um, well as you as you probably know this is not an easy this is not an easy um, show. Uh, even if you're watching it in Portuguese, if you're not paying uh, close attention, you might get lost. Uh, but so <clears throat> uh, what I would, would I, what I would usually do to to prepare before uh, before watching the, the show. So using a uh, language reactor, uh, there is a tab called words. So if you click on words, you can see all the words uh, that appear in the in the show, in the in the episode. 
So you can go through all the words and they're even separated in levels. So, you know, like you can see, okay, level one words or level two words. And uh, what, 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 was, what I was doing, I was uh, checking uh, all the words up to level five. And I was yeah, making sure that I knew all the words before watching the, before watching the, the episode. So I was only, because I was only checking the words, First of all, it was faster than reading the whole script and studying the whole script. And secondly, um, yeah, I didn't get any, any spoilers because I was just looking at the words. I was not looking at the, at the sentences. So I guess it's also, yeah, for, for you guys who are listening to this, to, to this podcast, uh, I think that a great way of um, practicing language with movies is, yeah, in, indeed installing a language reactor and then finding the words that are uh, that are that appear in that particular episode, maybe you can go through uh, through the words, and you can even click on the words to see it, uh, the translation, and you can also highlight them. So they, I think they have four different colors. And what I would usually do was um, I would all, all the words that I already knew or that I had already seen, I would highlight highlight them in green. Uh, so after watching a couple of episodes, the amount of new words uh, in the in the epi- in the episode was much was much smaller. So going through all the unknown words uh, would take less and less time. Yeah, I think I think this is a this is a great way uh, to to learn languages while having fun and yeah while watching watching movies that you like. Yeah, but that's about the like the talks. That was the other part, which was just meeting people, like uh, new polyglots, of course, the, the old friends, but also some new people that I didn't know from the previous ones, or maybe it was their first time as well. And there are some people that got me really impressed, like uh, Andriana, this girl from Macedonia that recorded a video with her. Her Portuguese is flawless. She's only 23. And like I, I'm pretty sure that if, if she went to Brazil, she could fool people that she's Brazilian if they talk to her like for, I don't know, five or 10 minutes. It's already on the, the video, right? Uh, the first video in Portuguese, it's on time to learn Portuguese, which is another project that we have. And the video we're speaking Macedonian is going to be out very soon. Probably is out when this podcast comes out. So it's a possibility as well on Language Boost, the other channel. And also Angel, a uh, very tall guy as well. <laughs> <laughs> from the Spain. tallest one yeah even for me yeah yeah yeah. he's like two meters probably something like that but yeah it was very impressive like, he speaks like fluent fluent greek and some other languages as well that uh, maybe i have i did not speak with him but i think these two people were the newcomers that stru- struck me the most that was like wow these are great additions to the to the gathering to the polyglot community you know having said that i've also met a couple of people who you know some some polish people who came to the conference that they only speak polish and well english and uh yeah they were not afraid to attend to attend the the polyglot gathering because they didn't speak i don't know 10 languages which is i think which is something that is very important to to repeat you know I, sometimes i ask people if they would like to to join the event and they say, yeah, but I only speak three languages. And uh, what what will I do that? <laughs> do there? 
But the polygon gathering is not about yeah who speaks the most um, the, the biggest amount of languages is it's about you know uh, connecting with people that uh, love languages just like just as just as we do. So indeed, yeah, there were these uh, uh, there were these crazy uh, new additions. Very impressive, as you, as you said. Uh, when when I started talking to Andriana in Portuguese, I I couldn't believe that she hadn't lived in in Brazil. But uh, on the other side, yeah, it was also good to meet people that were there just because uh, they they love languages and not necessarily because they speak twenty uh, languages. So yeah, feel feel free to to come next year and join us next year. Right, right. And uh, I guess for me, the, the greatest thing about the gathering wasn't like uh, one big learning, like that uh, some some sentence that somebody said at the microphone, but it was the exercise of testing my social battery itself. There's this concept of uh, social battery that's uh, when you have too much interaction with too many people for too long, you just get exhausted mentally. You just need to get away, like go to a cave or something for a week. More than five just... people in a conversation, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you can only, yeah, there's only so many people that can be on the conversation. And uh, for me, I felt like uh, at each day, it felt like I was testing my myself and uh, especially testing my curiosity. This gathering was a really, really cool uh, exercise of my curiosity of Okay, uh, right now I just want to have a beer and chill because I'm exhausted, but I'm going to go to that circle right there and, and like speak five languages with these people in, in three hours because I want to know about their lives. I want to know who, who they are. And uh, yeah, for, for me, this was the greatest thing about the, the getting experience in terms of learning or new experiences. I think that was it for me. Did this edition inspire you guys to learn a new language to the next Polyglot Gathering? Do you have anything in mind already? Yeah, that's horrible. I hate it. I even told João that I hate the Polyglot Gatherings because I talk to these people and then I want to learn their language or I want to improve some language that I have at an A level that I spoke, I don't know, five minutes of Hebrew or uh, Croatian. I spoke some Croatian with Sven, another great guy that is always a good friend there. And I... I leave these conversations thinking, oh my God, I must learn Croatian to like a B2 level. I must learn Hebrew. I must learn Macedonian right now because we had this conversation with Adriana. So it's annoying. But if I had to make a promise or anything is that I'm going to try not to learn any new languages. <laughs> Maybe Ukrainian, because there are a lot of people there uh, speaking and promoting the Ukrainian language. And it's very close to Polish and to Russian that already speak. So that's a, that's a cool possibility that I may be talking in one, in one year. So you can come to talk to me, 2023 Tarashin in Ukrainian. Lucas, John, how about you? Polish. <laughs> I guess this gathering inspired me to improve the language that I that, that I already speak. I had uh, great conversations, including Portuguese. <laughs> Maybe way <but> European <laughs> Portuguese. I will I will improve my European Portuguese so that I can talk to you uh, next year at the gathering. <laughs> no, but jokes aside, um, yeah, I had such great conversations in in Italian, in German, um, and these are these are languages that unfortunately I don't speak very often nowadays. So yeah, for the next gathering, I would like to. 
to improve uh, the language that, that I already speak. But you never know. Um, I, as I usually say, I don't choose my languages. Usually my languages choose me. So who knows? Maybe I will be studying, I don't know, uh, Korean <laughs> uh, next year. It's, it's, hard to, it's hard to predict. All right. So the uh, final message and yeah, just like final message for people who um, who are thinking about attending the next edition and where people can find you guys. Okay, so final message, like the the famous extraterrestrial Bilu said, search for knowledge and you can find me on Instagram at Fabricio Carraro without any dots, without underline anything, just Fabricio Carraro. You can find, if you learn to learn languages, French, uh, Russian, uh, Chinese, whatever, you can go to Language Boost, both on Instagram, on YouTube, and right now on TikTok as well. And you can buy our courses on languageboost.biz. And also, if you're learning Portuguese, if you already have a A2, maybe B1 level, and you want to practice, we have the other channel, Time to Learn Portuguese. That's on YouTube. That's on Spotify. And yeah, on Instagram as well. Well, today you guys have an easy job because yeah, you can basically find me <laughs> at the same, uh, <laughs> in the same, <laughs> in the same place. Um, yeah, now I'm co-hosting Language Boost with uh, Fabricio. So yes, Language Boost. Uh, we have a uh, YouTube channel. We are also on Instagram, TikTok. So just search for Language Boost, and you'll be able to to find us. And you bring back to life your your, your Instagram, oh, yeah. right? The that, personal that program. too, yeah. Lucas Bigetti, yeah. I I'm back on on Instagram. Thanks to thanks to John Becker. So, how about you, John? My my biggest inspiration, our coach, yeah, our, our coach. Instagram coach. Is <laughs> our coach. My final message for you guys listening to this at home is: stop whatever the fuck you're doing and save money and come to the gathering next year. That's it. So you can find me on Instagram uh, at Let's Becker, B-E-C-K-E-R. Uh, and also on YouTube, uh, Do Zero Conversação com John Becker. There's a lot of interesting content about uh, how to learn languages, it, um, the whole methods and techniques and stuff, all sorts of stuff you can do to learn from home and not to wait for any miracle to happen in order to start learning languages. So get it started now, get it started today and be the protagonist of your whole language learning journey to meet us on the next Polyglot Gathering. Yeah. I'll see you guys on the other side. I hope Eliseo is going to put all the links in the description. <laughs> all the links will be there. Also the links from the interview with Fabricio and with John. With Lucas, it will be available in, uh, in the future. And yeah, so that's it. Thanks very much today for this special episode, a little bit different one. <laughs> Good stuff. Grazie a tutti. Molto obrigado. Ciao, ciao. Paka, paka. Yeah. Tschüss.